Text prison story found salute. Y'all, it's your boy Tim Snow. We back here, man. Day 11 of the Texas inmate hunger strike. It's been, uh, I would say, something like 33 meals that they skipped already. It's kind of amazing. Some of the guys dropped out, which we weren't expecting. But I believe most of those guys had health problems and probably weren't expected to last. Talked about it for some guys with diabetes and other type of things. It'll play hell on their bodies. So just kind of uh, is what it is. Hey, neighbor. Hey, Artie. Hope everybody's doing okay, man. Just wanted to tap in and show the men a little bit of support and love. Uh, The Texas prison system is so so non-transparent and uh, half the time crooked that we're not even exactly sure the official count on the men food striking. It was estimated to be about 300 guys participating, but I think maybe some of the units decided not to actually. And the last uh, count from the inmates and participants was, I believe, something like 135 men that are participating. But here's the crazy part. TDCJ itself only counted 72 men. So they can't account for about 60 of the men. So we're not sure what's going on. We might have to get a little bit better better census, but it's hard because all the men are spread out. They can't really talk to each other. They can't communicate. Uh, Texas prison system did some serious harassment before this started. I guess I kind of messed up. That's where Tim Snow lives and learns. That uh, we dropped the news a little bit too early, y'all. I did it about two weeks before it started, and the gang investigators started pulling men out, questioning them, trying to figure out what's going on. They started doing extra searches in their cells. They started doing a, a lot of crazy stuff, you know, uh, mental abuse, I guess you would say, to try to prevent it. And that's what's crazy. Some of the participants that reported to us said that they didn't even let them go to commissary. Like they literally skipped them because they knew they were about to participate in the food strike and they were trying to punish them, which is okay. Um, We got a message from one of the main area circle guys in the state of Texas. that said he's continuing, they're continuing, and he's willing to go to his death. So we hope like hell that it doesn't come to that. That'd be extreme, extreme tragedy if somebody has to lose their life for this, man. But they did uh, tell everybody in the legislature, all of that in Texas, all the lawmakers, everybody what's going on. And I believe two guys, I've seen something. They're pushing a bill right now to try to finalize the air conditioner in Texas prisons. So excuse me, I keep bumping the thing. Uh, They're expecting to finalize the deal or try to anyway. You know, they still have to vote on it and all that type of stuff. Probably won't even happen. But at least two people had enough decency in their heart to try to improve things a little bit. And we had some weird comments on the last video saying that, you know, uh, prison should be hell, should be rough, should be tough and all that type of stuff. You know, we know we know prisons, prisons. That's one of the uh, one things that the AC guy said. He literally said that he's guilty for his crimes. He deserves to be in prison, but he's done no crimes in prison and doesn't deserve to be singled out and tortured. So we're going to talk a little bit more about their living conditions in there, what they're suffering through. Okay. It's supposed to be 23 and one. 
It means basically they're locked down 23 hours a day. They get off one day recreation. Well, as we know, the Texas prison system is about approximately 50% understaffed. They have one person working for every two that should be working. So the first thing that they cut is recreation privileges. The first people they cut them on is the guys in SIG. So we have men locked behind these steel doors. Uh, Ashley, take that ad off there, please, for me, Ashley. Uh, anyway, they lock these men behind these steel doors, sometimes for a week at a time, longer than that. We're talking 24-7, even though it shouldn't have to be. It's not supposed to be. Rec is considered a privilege. Okay. Uh, national and worldwide organizations consider 24-hour lockdown as torture, cruelty to humans. It's not legal anywhere else in the world, basically, except third world countries, Texas, and maybe one or two other states. California outlawed it. New York outlawed it. In Texas, don't worry about it then. I'll get it. In uh, Texas, you know, and we're dealing with men that have that have uh, done things to themselves because they went crazy. We're dealing with men that came home and went crazy, went right back, committed violence because they were just looney tune. And then there's a few hardcore guys that just survive it, keep their sanity. But it's extremely hard. They're the ones that have to be on a really uh, – really strict regiment you know uh, most of them work out every single day most of them will work out to exhaustion actually even though that they're not eating a lot of food they're not getting big and huge they're occupying their mind and they're making themselves tired so they can even sleep you know what i mean some of the cigs are extremely well organized they're quiet they're nice like they're supposed to be and some of them are madhouses you might be behind that wall and going crazy because somebody insane next to you keeps beating on his and stuff like that. Uh, they're dirty. They're rat infested. They're roach infested. A lot of them have mold, things like that. You know what I mean? It's terrible. A lot of the guys are reporting to us that they're taking a shower about once a week back there. Think about being locked in a, a, a building that can be extremely hot sometimes, but most of the cigs, they do. That is the one of the places that they have air conditioner, but, just imagine you doing your killer workouts in there. You live in your life and you get to shower once a week. The rest of the time you're washing off with a wash rag, the same one over and over again, a little bar. So, you know what I mean? So no sympathy for anybody being in prison. Hey, everybody did their crime. They got to do their time. But for uh, extreme torture, we're not with it. You know what I mean? Just general population is bad enough. I say it all the time. Prison removes you from your family removes you from your friends, society, good food, women. You'll never go to the movies, probably never see a bird chirping because there's no trees, uh, nothing. The only animals you'll see in a prison are rats. You know what I mean? And humankind and four-legged kind. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're bathing out the toilet, out the sink, stuff like that. You know what I mean? So we understand both sides of the situation and even the guys on the inside understand both sides of the situation they know how a lot of society feels but they know a lot of society hasn't exactly seen what they endure you know what i mean like <clears throat> excuse me there's over 100 men that's been in there 24 7 in the back for over 100 uh, over 10 years now think about that over 10 years 
there's over 3,000 men that are locked in there 23 and 1, which also turns into 24 7. And at one time, Texas actually held over 9,000 men in this type of confinement. That's amazing. That number will outdo any other state, any other place, anything. 9,000 men is bigger than some countries' prison systems. You know what I mean? So it's a lot. And another one of the comments that a lot of people were talking about is what, what about prison gang violence? What do these guys get out? What's going to happen? Uh, they now have new enemies and things like that. Well, I can tell you how they can deal with that exactly like the federal system does. It'll cost them just a couple bucks in gas money to move a few people out. What's up, my brother? Salute to Kentucky. Uh, it'll cost them a few dollars in bus money. You know what I'm saying? That's it. But they can clear out a couple prisons and give them to these guys. Point blank, period. And I can promise you those prisons will be the best behaved, well, well-structured prisons there are because them guys have rules they follow, things like that. You know, the feds, the feds have certain prisons for certain people, things like that. Texas has just as many prisons as the federal system, I believe. It's just as big geographically as anything needs to be, and they can do it. These gangs have actually all have peace treaties now. They're not at war with each other. There's nothing. Uh, the main threat that they would have is the youngsters from the Tongo gangs, Tongo Blast, Tongo Vayuco. Tongo, West Texas, the Orajones and all this type of stuff. Now, these guys have numbers in prison. I mean, amazing numbers. And rest in peace to Mr. Larry, because he would always say that prison is a numbers game, point blank, period. You know, but it is what it is. These guys said they're willing to take the chance, even if they're outnumbered 100 to 1. They're tired of living back there. They would rather come to general population. So if Texas does do it like that and just throws them in, That'll be them negligent. That'll be them trying to start stuff and looking for another reason to put these guys back in the hole. I believe they could clear out Michael's unit itself, and that would be enough for all the gang members. I think what's holds 5,000 men, something like that. All confirmed gang members go to Michael. Guess what? Give them a TS wing. Give them an Emmy wing. Give them an AC wing, AB wing, multiple, whatever they need, and let the men live in peace, you know? Just uh, makes no sense. And the fact that these guys are joined prison gangs or whatever, it don't make them any more dangerous or less dangerous or anything. They're just men. They can die. They can kill. They can steal. They can lie. They can do anything as a human, just like the men in general population. So when the system uses the fact that they're more dangerous or anything like that, in the 80s, they was Keisha. Hey, Keisha, you still staying up down Sackowitz? Oh, I mean, you ought to see Ella Rose. She's getting big, bro. But, um, yeah, so if they literally throw these guys in population, stir the mix and do that, that's them doing it on purpose. It's a big system. They have room for these guys. Let them free. You know what I mean? That's all I can say. Not free, but put them in population. Let them go to wreck when they call it, which ain't too often on any prison. Walk to the chow hall, get their meals hot, and just do everything. You know, like I said, they, they have agreed long time ago to not go to war there'll be no problems with each other and we hear rumors about them signing a more serious more serious treaty i guess you'll say kind of like a unbreakable i don't know how to explain it but they're they're, they're working on their solution when they come back out you know what i mean but we want to bobby what's up bobby salute my brother 
to everybody in the comments, man, I apologize. I'm just kind of talking. I ain't uh, locking up. Free Saucer D, he's locked up right now on a $2 million bond, facing a lot of time. C-Dog, salute my brother. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if y'all watching this, make sure y'all go subscribe to the C-Dog and Cooper Show podcast. That's my homie C-Dog down there in Mexico. Real live cat, did fair time and stay time in California. Got a couple of episodes on this channel with them. But I don't know. What do y'all think? Uh, do y'all think this is going to work? You know what I mean? See, the, okay, Mark Michael, you're in capacity 2,900. So right next door is Beto. There they go, another 2,500 probably. That's 2,900. That's 5,000 beds right there. Maximum security prisons. They can hold the worst of the worst safely. Nobody's breaking out. Nobody's escaping. Basically, you know, and they are some on Michael. They're on... They're on, I want to say, I think 14 units. They keep the STG confirmed guys to try to separate them. And basically, they've whittled them down to where there's very few left, if you want to know the truth. Most of these Texas prison families' power is in the federal system now. Uh, shout out to my brother Chad Marks from Blood on the Razor Wire. He did time with the ABT guys, tell stories about them sometimes. You know what I mean? And there's nothing weak about them. Nothing weak about any of this stuff, but it's 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 it gives them a black eye. I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? They're they're an organization that started in war and continued war for a long time. But any type of power structure that's forming and any type of uh, organizations that are forming in a facility like that is going to have to do a little bit of war. They're going to have problems from the other things like that. You know what I mean? So, oh. Uh, I guess they just had to do what they had to do at a time when the building tenders left Texas. There was a power vacuum. People were dying left and right. Solo inmates getting robbed, stealed, and killed from. So they started it. You know, took power. Texas Syndicate, I believe, was the first real official Texas prison gang. Then comes the others. You know, and that's almost 40 years now. Almost 40 years these families have survived. In almost 40 years Texas prison systems have been locking them down from their first day to their last day. Shouldn't they realize that it didn't work, that it's not going to work, that they're wasting their money, wasting their time? We talked about the grad program last time, how it had a big budget and almost graduates nobody, does anything. <clears throat> I didn't talk about the stressful situation that grad puts you on. When you sign up for the grad program, they put you under a one-year probationary period where you're still back there in the hole with your old homies, but now you're getting ready to tell on them. So you got the green light on you back there. It's just, it's a program that this is crazy. And then they throw the grad inmate, grad inmates right back to general population. This isn't like California. When somebody drops out of their prison gang, they get to go to a PC yard or SNY or any of that. You're going right back to a Texas prison day room. You're going to be not only are you going to be labeled as an enemy gang member, you're going to be a known informant. You told on your family, so they're not going to trust you there. You have a miserable life after that. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I, I can't. I can't really call it. I can't give anybody their opinion or anything like that. But mine personally, is I don't feel these men deserve singled out, you know, uh, if you're going to do it to one gang, do it to all gangs or don't do it to no gangs. Or better yet, just judge each man individually by how he acts there. 
you know, because if you if you know these men, you know they're some of the best actual behaved guys. Like they're not gonna be loud, boisterous, nothing. They're calm, cool, collected, and doing their time their way, you know. And that's kind of how you're supposed to do it. A lot of the rowdiness and craziness that comes from prison is the youngsters, the unorganized people that I actually make it a bad place to live. You know, if I had a choice and they move me on a wing, I'd rather go with those guys because they're going to be better behaved. Point blank, period. And that's just it. So, uh, I don't know. J49, salute. Cold case. El Pedro, what's up, man? Let me get back in these comments. Simon, what's up? I apologize, y'all. Horatio Garrett. Man, everybody, I appreciate y'all tapping in. Y'all hit that thumbs up button for me, man. Raise them thumbs up for me. And let me know what y'all think about this. Day 11. Could y'all go 11 days without eating? Having 33 meals slid in front of your face and you don't you don't take them? How much weight do you think you even lose after 11 days? On my next update, we're going to actually ask some of the guys what they're doing, uh, you know, as far as health-wise and condition-wise and things like that. I'll get some actual word from them do have a couple letters that I got stuff like that from the actual members. I got a, I got a real respectful message from one of the main men of the Texas Mexican mafia to tell me, thank you for the previous video. He appreciated what I did. And that, uh, he was telling me that his family told him about it. I guess the free world people seen the video and talked to him on the telephone or something. You know what I mean? But he said he appreciated, even though he didn't get to see it, he appreciated what I did. And that was cool. Um, uh, you know, I'm not looking for for that. I really wanted to give these guys a little bit of publicity. And let me tell you something, it works. Like, I can tell you a, a whole bunch of times so far I've reported on things. And the next thing you know, it's in the newspaper. Um, it's in some of the magazines, stuff like this. And this one, my friend is organizing it. She's the one who had me do the video because they needed the attention. And we're happy because now it's hit Fox News, hit PBS, a national public radio uh, I believe ABC, some other big major media outlets. And if you know Texas prison system, that's what they fear the most is the attention. Okay. And these media outlets actually why it's good is they're putting, they're putting a story out there, but they're also explaining how international organizations and people like that consider this to be t tortured. You know, uh, it's just, they're not just reporting on the story. They're editorializing it with a good way for the inmates, I guess you say. I don't know how to quite explain that, but I think y'all kind of get what I mean. They're putting a good spin on it instead of a negative spin. And that's kind of what the guys needed. So anytime that they get a little bit more publicity or anything else, it's a little bit more help. You know what I mean? So that's pretty cool. I appreciate it if y'all share this video out to your social media, to your Facebook or whatever that you use. You know what I mean? Tell people to come check out because we really, really do need to get these guys the attention they deserve and that they need. And I don't know how optimistic that anybody should be, even them, because literally Texas lawmakers are, are so conservative that they feel like doing anything for these guys would make them look soft on crime instead of supporting human rights. The more the media spends this as a human rights violation, the more the lawmakers and people are likely to get behind it. And it actually is a human right violation, you know, so 
Yeah, facts, Garrett. Uh, I don't know. You know, there's certain inmates that definitely deserve to be back there. You killed another inmate. You attacked a guard. Uh, things like that. Hey, they catch you with a big knife. Shit, sometimes they catch you with a tattoo gun, some other stuff. What are you going back there? But for the simple fact that most of these men are back there without any prison conduct charges, no cases, no write-ups, no anything to get them back there is just why it ain't fair, you know? And I'll tell you what's even worse. There are so many men back there that are confirmed gang members that are not even part of the gang. Okay, see, the Texas gang investigators, GIs, we call them, are majority of goofballs. I hope one of these GIs see this. Man, y'all goofballs. Y'all don't know nothing. Y'all rely on people to tell you every single thing. And what they'll do is, Rayo, salute my brother. Uh, what they'll do is they pay inmates. They give them special favors. You know, uh, might give them some shit they confiscated from somebody else, whatever. They motivate them highly to come tell on people. And that's what happens. So guess what they guess what they do if they don't have nobody to come tell on you? I mean, come tell on. They'll tell on you and make something up. Hey, snow is such and such, you know, and they start on you. That's how it goes, man. There's institutional rats in every prison, and I don't care what it is, from what state, from the East Coast to the West Coast, North to South, because they're just like the feds. They incentivize telling. So people are always going to do it, especially guys that are broke. People that work closely with the police, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. Uh, maintenance men, the janitor out in the hallway might be giving tips off for a cigarette, shit like that. You know, it's a dirty world. And what do I tell you all the time? This is not the life you want. You know, that's the whole reason we do this. And explaining about these men back here in lockdown, literally being inhumanely tortured. We hope this actually teaches these kids a better lesson. You know, like, hey, they have they have tricks for you. If you go inside of a prison, the one saying you'll hear a lot is you're going to mind. You're going to mind. But you get enough of them cases, you're going G4. Then you go on G5. Then you're going to add SIG. Like, they have tricks for you. You'll be the baddest man in the world. And they're going to lock you in that box 24-7 because they're short-staffed. You're going to be eating cold food with rat bites on it and shit like that. You know, one of the tricks that they do. They have meal carts that are temperature controlled. Like they're supposed to bring the food in hot, plug in the meal cart and it keeps it warm until they serve you. Well, guess what they do on purpose? Bring the meal cart back there and leave it unplugged. Wait for the food to get ice cold and bring it to you. Things like that. It's just a little weird stuff. You know, it won't kill a man, but it makes them uncomfortable. Stuff like that. Then how about this? For the officer's sake and safety, that's making people insane. And the places where they have bars and cells instead of doors, those guys do go crazy and splash the guards with urine, feces, all kind of stuff, hot shots. You know, they'll make slingshots and try to shoot them. They'll do all kind of crazy things because they're so frustrated. Those things don't happen in general population, but they happen back there locked behind the doors because the man is psycho. You know, so I'm getting ready to pretty soon close this. I got to get my daughter ready for bed, stuff like that, y'all. Queen Ella Rose says, hi, we appreciate all the love and support. Uh, but I'm just going to say a prayer for these guys, man. 11 days, no food. I would estimate probably 30 pounds they probably lost already, 25 pounds. Y'all tell me in the comments real quick. What do you think you would lose in 11 days without eating? Would you lose 10, 20, 30? 
the only benefit that they have during this food strike is that they're not going to be burning as many calories because most of them probably going to be laying down trying to sleep off the hunger pains. But pretty much uh, all that the state can do for them is keep them hydrated. They'll give them IV fluids and stuff like that if they're literally close to death. So I don't know if it's got to that point or not, but that's their solution. I told you the trick that they pull on single people doing it. They label you mentally insane. They bring in a psychologist, label you mentally insane, and then they start force feeding you. But this is not happening here because this is not mental insanity. This is a peaceful, organized protest. You know what I mean? Yeah, eventually organs are going to fail and everything. That's what I'm saying. These men are serious about it, y'all. I expect if we get somewhere around 30 days, we'll see some fatalities. You know what I mean? Like, God bless their families. How about that? If, you, if you're if you not willing to say God bless the inmate, God bless his mother, his sister, his kids, his brothers, his cousins that know what he's going through right now. You know what I mean? Hey, Brittany. And just uh, keep your, keep your, uh, keep your mind on this, man. It's hard. It's really hard. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to say salute y'all. Texas Prison Stories, we love y'all, man. Thank you. Hit the thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe. All this stuff that everybody else says. You know, I don't even like doing it. I'll catch y'all later.